We all have paradigms and roadblocks that prevent us from excelling, and they can be real or imagined. Welcome to Beyond Bricks, a podcast that will give you the ability to break through those walls. Here's Dr. Nathan Unruh. Hello, everyone. Dr. Nathan Unruh. I'm back here with Beyond Bricks. Come to you today to have a conversation with you about something that I am learning more and more over the years to do better, and that is to listen. And I just got done going through a book by Kate Murphy. Kate Murphy was a journalist and has been a journalist for a number of uh, very large organizations, and she has had the opportunity to interview and listen to some really amazing human beings. But she wrote this book here recently called You're Not Listening, just to talk about the art of listening and the lack thereof of listening that we actually do. And so as I read through this book, I was really just blown away about my own gaps in listening. And as I got through the book, it was such an amazing reminder, no matter what my interactions may be, whether it be with those that are closest to me, my wife, my children, if it's those people that work with me, those people that I serve as my clients, those patients that I get the opportunity to take care of, how am I really showing up and listening? And so, you know, the old adage is, the good Lord gave us one mouth and two ears for a reason, I think holds true here. But let me, let me give you just some things to chew on for a moment. Because this came right out of the book. And there's what she said. Among the most frequently cited bad, bad listening behaviors, this is what they are. So as I go through this, these are just behaviors that we all have, some of us more than others, that are just signs of you're not listening. Number one, interrupting. Number two, responding vaguely or illogically to what was just said. Looking at a phone, a watch, around the room, or otherwise away from the speaker. Fidgeting, tapping on the table, frequently shifting position, clicking a pin, and you can probably think of about a number of other distractions that we do. So those are very simple, but let's pull them apart one by one for a moment. Interrupting. This is a problem I have. I want to finish somebody else's sentence, or I'm not even listening to them to allow them to get their idea out to respond. All I'm listening to do is to start talking. And so that shows up as interruption versus just setting back, taking it in and listening until they're finished. And then even having the self-awareness to say, are you finished? And would you like my opinion? Could be a question to come back because sometimes they don't want your opinion. So a lot of times when we start interrupting, we think that for some reason in our minds, and I know in my mind, I'm trying to fix the problem or I'm trying to like 
can you please just hurry up and get to the point? Or is this conversation going to have a point? I mean, there's so many different reasons that we interrupt. But I know this. If you were to ask my wife if she was sitting here with me right now, the times when we've had the best dates or best interactions has not been the times that I've sat there and talked the whole time. It was actually the times I sat there and I listened. I think in my world of being a chiropractor and taking care of patients, the statistics show that the average doctor interrupts somebody within the first nine seconds of the interaction, which is pretty interesting, whether it's nine seconds or 30 seconds or whatever that number is, it's just still a sign of we're not listening. But here's what's important in the world of taking care of people in the medical field. 85% of the decision making is made by a history that the person gives you. That means you need to listen. I think about it in conversations with other clients that were trying to help with improving their overall experience with the people they serve or improve their overall mindset. Start to listen in a different way, to listen to the words they are using because the words that we use truly matter. And if we're listening for those words, we can provide the guidance. I'll use an example. One of my mentors, one time I was having a call with him and he was trying to help me. And I said the word, I hate this item, whatever it was. And he says, Nathan, hate? Boy, that's a pretty strong word. What do you mean by hate? And he started to pull the words apart that I was using. And it allowed me to go deeper. It allowed him to lead me at a different spot, a different understanding of what I was actually really saying. But he would have never got there with me if he wasn't listening. And just interrupting. So that's number one there. Responding vaguely or illogically on what is just said. So just not having any logic at all about what you just said or just responding in a very vague manner that you really, obviously you weren't listening to the details of what they said. So when we're listening, we're not just also listening with our ears. We're listening with our eyes. Because we know in the communication hierarchy, 55% of the communication takes place in our body language. 38% in tone and roughly 7% with the actual spoken word. So if we aren't looking at the person, what are their gestures? What are they doing with their body? What are they doing with the tone of their voice? We end up responding in not a logical sense or very vague. So, I think it was a reminder to me, listen with my eyes, not just my ears. The third thing, looking at a phone, watch, or around the room. This really helps, you know, I think in any interaction. Isn't it annoying when you go to a party and you're talking to somebody and they're looking at everybody but you? Unfortunately, that person is often me doing that exact same thing. 
focus on who's in front of you. Be present. I'm telling you, there's some specific people that are in my life that I go, how do they remember everybody's name? How do they remember the things about me? And whenever I talk to them, they make me feel like I'm the most important person. One of my mentors, Dr. Savinsky, would always, whenever he talked to me, he always made me feel like I was just so important in that conversation. But I think he was, what he was doing, he was really listening and listening in such a way that he would not respond in a vague manner. He would not interrupt me and he wasn't looking around the room. Simple things. So again, when you're talking to somebody, I think it was a reminder for me as I went through this book, Nathan, pay attention to who's in front of you. And I, if you pay attention to who's in front of you at the time, it then doesn't require you to ask more questions, mess up the details, and you can get it right the first time. Versus too many times we only listen and only get about 10%, 10% of what is being said. And I think the last thing here is fidgeting. The fidgeting point, tapping on the table, frequently shifting positions, again, that's your body language. When you're listening, lean into the conversation. I mean, there's also been studies about mirroring the person's body language so that, that it shows them that you're listening. There's lots of different techniques to become better communicators. And I think communication is one of the keys in all areas of life if we want to get better. What, no matter what we do, whether we're being moms, we're being dads, we're being business owners, we're being better friends, we have to become better communicators. So today my challenge to you is think about how can you become a better listener? If you want to take a deep dive, go check out Kate Murphy's book, You're Not Listening. All right, guys, that's, that's all for today's Beyond Bricks. Have a great day. You can find more thoughts on how to move beyond bricks at drnathanunruh.com.